You've all heard of the word dharma, yeah? Anybody never heard of this word before? Dharma. It's pretty popularized by the Buddhist tradition, yeah? They call it dhammapada, the path of dharma. What does that mean? If you really understand it, I mean, Buddha was one amazing human being to have brought things so simply to the mindset of people. And he wasn't talking about a philosophy. This is not a philosophy. This is actually science. I mean, literally, uh, quantum physicists are talking about the exact same thing now. Dharma means established, like something that is an established, something that's holding up it's an established holding up of something. Literally, that's what dharm, dham means. It's already established. And what he's talking about is that there is a universal law that is running and holding everything in place. Yeah, now scientists are talking about the fabric of time and space. Now they're talking about that it's literally like a weaving of time and space, and it's like a fabric. Yes? Are you on top of that stuff? Okay. And so he was talking about the same thing. There seems to be that there are some underlying laws, pre-established underlying laws that are governing everything in existence. Not just us human beings, but everything in existence. And so the whole idea is this, this whole law that's governing everything in place is affected by every movement. The whole thing shifts with a slight movement. Does it make sense? So when he would talk about dharma, what is my individual dharma? Is like there are certain things that are within you that you need to, that are prescribed. What if I am acting on that which is already prescribed within me, I'm in my dharma, period. It has actually nothing to do with somebody else. You see where we make it lofty in our mind? We have to do this for someone. It is not about someone because everything is a constant. It is one big organism. And if I move my arm here, I'm thinking I'm just moving my arm. My leg isn't getting affected, is it? That's the surface view of it, correct? I'm just moving my arm. But in movement of my arm, there are subtle energies within my body that are actually affecting my leg and my brain and my breathing and my heart and my organs. Yes? So dharma is this unseen process that goes underneath the surface, which you don't really get to see, but it is getting affected by everything. So when he would say, you, your job is to just be in your dharma. If you are playing out your prescribed, established dharma, then the whole fabric is going to move along with that. Anytime there's a disharmony in that movement, that disharmony also affects everybody else who's connected in that movement. 
you see that usually in a family structure. Yeah? If one person's going getting unhinged, it is affecting everyone in the family, right? Whether you happen to like them or not. Doesn't matter. Everybody's getting affected. So you can get to see that fabric right there. What is connecting you guys? Relationships? No, the relationship is just the cover, the cover sheet. <laughs> the actual facts is that deeper ectoplasmic connection, you're connected in time and space. Can you visualize that? And now think about in a bigger picture. Let's expand it out. You know, we have fires going on here and Vegas going on over there and hurricane going on over there and heavy rainfall going on over there. Is it affecting you in some way? Sometimes you can't tell. But it, it is subtle because you're all floating on that same fabric of time and space. So when you chant something, like what we did right now, and you are hesitating, it's okay, especially if you're just starting out with this stuff. Mind will come in, it's okay. But at some point, if you allow yourself to just surrender your mind into your heart, your heart has the ability, it literally is the center of your electromagnetic field. It sends out ripples. That is why they say, if you get into your heart, you can heal. Everybody's a healer. Everyone is a healer. Because you can send a, a shock wave out that can bring an imbalance into a state of balance without you having to know that person at all. You don't even have to be linked with them. Some of your minds are going, what the hell? I just came here to get my yoga done. It's okay. I have a captive audience. <laughs> if a seed drops somewhere, sure, it would be great. Because want it or not, you're part of this fabric. Acknowledge it or not. Your actions, your choices, your thoughts are having a ripple effect. And this whole journey of Kundalini Yoga, this whole journey of practicing, please notice we don't say perfecting. Don't You don't say that, right? I'm going to perfect a yoga class. You're saying I'm going to go practice yoga class and practicing my yoga this whole process of practicing is how do i get over time into a state of practice that brings me into that state of harmony don't do it for the world you getting into the place of harmony is bringing harmony to the world that is the only process to what I call the lofty idea of world peace. Don't try to make it a concept outside of yourself, waiting for someone else to make certain changes so you can get there. 
your job is to explore the subtleness of your dharma. What is that within you that is a part of the whole? It's a very important part or you won't be here. You weren't a mistake. Everybody else's life is checked. Mine was a mistake. <laughs> How many of you thought that at some point? This one was a total mistake. You think the universe is that stupid? Good Lord, it is running your entire system for you. Have you noticed that? What, what, what are you running in your body? Is there any system within your body that you run involuntarily by your choice? Is that coincidence? You do have a system that you have voluntary control over your breath, your respiratory system can be run both involuntarily. When you are not in control, it goes on autopilot and your subconscious mind runs it for you, yes? So you barely have that one thing to control. How are you doing with that? But you like to think I'm in control. Isn't that amazing? What a grand illusion we like to create ourselves as a part of. So I like to give people this challenge of the universe saying, okay, I'm going to give you enough intelligence so you can control this part of your system. Let's see how you do it. What a mess you made out of your life. <laughs> to the extent that it gave you the control, you messed it. But the good thing is, there's always a new day. There's always the next breath. This one, I will move consciously. I will move my belly out. I will open my heart. I will open my shoulders. Now I'm in a proper, I'm in this moment alive. Inhale, not a problem for anybody, right? How's your exhale? Have you ever noticed yourself exhale fully? Have you ever seen it? What does that look like? Like you're running out of breath? Exhaled out fully, fully embraced death in this moment. I'm okay with that. They say you want to learn about life, you want to learn it from death. Until you don't exhale fully, your inhale will never be full. You can't because you hold your, you don't let yourself exhale something. So you hold on to some kind of anxiety of, I can't exhale fully. So you hold it all here. But if you were to really squeeze each breath out, and then allow the next one in, your life, literally in your body, it'll run through vitality. Now you're actually being part of the Dharma Pada. 
on the path of dharma that is that flow that was meant to be you're meant to be alive in this moment are you alive 